0: Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Filters podcast. I'm your co-host Lizzie. And I'm Erin. Today's episode is going to be a little bit more light and fun. We're actually going to be doing Q&A questions to each other from the We're Not Really Strangers relationship expansion pack. So we're doing a two-parter for the episode today, which is going to be the We're Not Really Strangers part one. So we're going to do seven questions and then another seven questions the following week. But before we get into this episode, let's do a life update.
1: Yeah, life update. Uh, we are on the home stretch of the 45, I don't know.
0: The 45, 45 hard, soft,
1: whatever you want to call it. Home stretch. I'm getting excited for us. Just have to get through the Super Bowl this weekend and then that's it.
0: What are you most excited for when you're done 45 hard and you have to be honest?
1: Uh, probably smoking a joint, I guess, would be my answer. It's been a long time and probably haven't gone this long without doing it since I was 18 or something, so yeah, yeah, it would be interesting. You never said what you're looking forward to most about being done with this 45 hard.
0: I think I'm actually going to miss it. I feel like I'm going to miss having structure put into place for me having to do a bunch of things. If anything, it's just proven to me that I can like start something and stick to it, and I'm pretty happy about that, although the meditation has been hard. I haven't meditated in the last two days or so. Mm, yeah, you can tell. Um, but if anything, my workout, like all that stuff has been amazing. I'm just looking forward to... I guess having the option to drink or smoke if I want to.
1: Well, you know, you can keep going with this 45 hard. You can make it the rest of your life hard if you really wanted to.
0: No, I know. My goal is that when I'm in my 30s, I can live an alcohol-free life. But for the time being, it's whatever. I don't really care. But I kind of thought about maybe extending the alcohol one till just before we go on our trip to Spain. But I know we're going to be drinking a lot when we're in Spain because I want some Italian, not Italian wine, Spanish. (laughs) Oopsies. Spanish wine and I want to be drunk and having like a bottle of wine at lunch with you. And I want to be able to, I guess, kind of work up to my tolerance if that is the case. So I don't want to extend it that much, but I just, I don't think it's going to be that different for me. I think you're going to notice more of a difference when we're done.
1: Yeah. I feel like your tolerance might have went from one glass of wine to half a glass of wine by doing this, but. I'll uh,
0: still be a very cheap date when we go.
1: Yes. Well, you'll be a cheap drunk. I don't know about a cheap date, but.
0: Yeah. What else? Well, the last two weeks, ends we've been hanging out with our friends quite a bit which has been really nice like different birthdays and gatherings together we have a close friend of ours who is moving away which is really sad so um we're gonna be trying to spend a lot of time with him before he leaves but that's kind of been going on in our lives but yeah it's been a busy couple of weeks we had a crazy snowstorm. every time we filmed this podcast we're talking about how it's snowing or the weather here in the east coast but we had a very cozy weekend in yeah
1: we had like 30 to 40 ish centimeters here in Halifax. But then Cape Breton, where, you know, a lot of our listeners are got dumped on. I think like a lot of people's roads are still snowed in. It's kind of crazy, kind of messed up. But
0: the fact that you can't even open your door without like not being able to walk out properly, like it's just so crazy. And then it makes me think like, my gosh, when we move, I'm sure at some point in our life, we'll have to deal with something like that. And I don't want to be shoveling all that snow. Like, Think they're asking for like military help? It's like a state of emergency because
1: wow, there's some what's the word controversy around that because Tim Houston said that them calling for the military was a PR stunt and oh
0: my gosh, yeah,
1: so a lot of Cape Bretoners are upset with that. But
0: I know, but there's a lot of senior population too in Cape Breton, so you would think like they would they would actually need that help because it, it was so bad, like yeah. the amount of snow. You guys, you have to go look it up online if you're not from the East Coast or whatever. But yeah, it was pretty crazy.
1: or like when I go visit my parents and. I, where I parked my car there was like a legitimate I don't know 12 to 15 foot snow drift that would have just engulfed my car but It's one of those weird situations. Like, I definitely think Cape Breton CBRM should have been a little bit more prepared. They got to do something because, like you said, it's a very senior population there. I don't know how people are getting through six feet of snow in some places. Like, it's just crazy. Anyway. I know.
0: It's sad. Well, when we move, we need a snowblower or something. And thankfully, you know, with you and your family, you guys have a little tractor and stuff that could help plow the snow. So thankfully, if that does happen maybe we'll be set a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah, Lizzie will be all right cozy in her house. Well, Aaron's out doing all the hard stuff, but that's okay. Yeah.
0: yeah. And we started booking things for our trip to Spain.
1: What do we got? Our hotels booked, our flights booked. We got uh, some tickets for some different attractions and museums and stuff we want to go to.
0: Yeah, the, bu- the busy ones. And mainly they're all in Barcelona, where we're doing a lot of the touristy stuff. And then in Valencia, do we have anything booked for when we're going there? I don't think so. I don't think
1: anything booked, but we have kind of the like, things we would need booked planned out, but we're going to be there on weekdays for the most part. So it shouldn't be too, too busy, hopefully, but we'll yeah, see.
0: Yeah. And then in Madrid, we're just going to fly by the seat of our plans. Uh, <laughs> fly by the seat of our pants. There you go. And book things as they come up because we're only in Madrid for like two, two and a half days or something like that. So yeah, I think the start of the trip, we've got a lot figured out. So that's really nice. What else? We kind of got in a fight this morning. Should we talk about that?
1: I guess so I was busy with work and
0: Okay so the situation is is Aaron and I both work from home sometimes. You go into the office is it 4 days of 5 days straight? I'm 5
1: days on, 5 days off.
0: Okay, yeah. So 5 days on, 5 days off. and today's the last day that Aaron's working from home so he goes back into the office and I work from home 24/7 if you did not know. And we both have a lot of meetings on some days. I have typically a lot more than Aaron does. So I don't know, you've been intermittent fasting, you know, throughout this 45 hard kind of on and off.
1: Yeah, I try not to eat until 11am. But usually by the time 11am rolls around, I'm quite hungry. And so anyway, just with the way our meetings were lined up, Lizzie had a meeting at 11, 1130. I had a meeting at 12. And then after my meeting at 12, I had to do like something from my meeting at 1230. Basically, I had a small short window to eat and it was getting delayed by an extra hour and a half so I was getting very hungry hangry hangry I guess so Lizzie came out and asked me if she wanted me or wanted to make me food and I was like oh no just wait like it's all right I'll I'll get it once I'm done with this and then Lizzie took that as oh I want to I'm gonna make him food because like I
0: I felt bad that you were gonna have another meeting and I knew you were gonna get hangry and I just Typically, when you say like, oh, like, give me a second. I'll, you know, just wait. I'll make breakfast or something. Every time I've made it for you, you've been like, oh, for, yeah! Like, thank you so much. This is amazing. You saved me time. And this was super helpful. But today in particular, I think you really wanted a specific type of breakfast, which obviously I didn't know about. And you didn't like really explain to me. It doesn't really matter. But we bought these fresh bagels yesterday and he really wanted a bagel sandwich. But I just made a piece of toast with the eggs and cheese and stuff like that. And you were not happy.
1: Yeah, well, I, I don't know. When you came out and asked if I wanted your help or wanted you to make something, I was like, no, just like, wait. Uh, once I'm done with this, I'll make my food. So then unbeknownst to me, Lizzie made it, us, and usually very thankful for that. But A, she made it on like not what I wanted. B, I knew I wasn't going to be able to eat it for another like 10 minutes anyway, because I really had to get the thing done I was going to do at work. So by the time I would have been able to eat it, it was going to get cold. So anyway, I guess I just wasn't... and again, this was an hour and a half after I usually start eating. So I was pretty hangry. So I was just yeah. like, I definitely wasn't appreciative of it. I was just like,
0: yeah, you were upset. And I was like, and I felt like you were being mean about it, whatever. We're fine now. But like, in the moment, obviously, didn't know exactly what he wanted. You also didn't express to me exactly what you had wanted. And I well,
1: because I didn't realize you were making it. Because I know. but I... then
0: Yeah. But most of the times when I do make it for you, you have no problem with what I make you. So like, this was genuinely the first time you were like, not happy with the scenario like you actually wanted me to wait for you and stuff it was a stupid fight whatever like I was like fine I'm never gonna make you breakfast again while you're working you figure out your breakfast like
1: I guess also part of my reason was that we bought these fresh bagels and the bread I usually eat has like preservatives and stuff in it so it's like I don't know probably not healthy for you but like I buy it because it lasts a while and then Lizzie bought these six giant bagels that I know I'm not going to be eating breakfast for the next five days when I'm gone to work. Um, I know she's not going to eat these bagels quick enough before they go bad. So I was like, well, I definitely want to eat these bagels before they go bad for the one day I can eat them. There's a bit of that. Anyway, it was a kind gesture. It just wasn't what I wanted in that particular moment. Nine times out of 10, I would love what Lizzie did, but.
0: Today was not the day for it.
1: And anyway, because I wasn't very gracious to her, she kind of got upset with me and then
0: Yeah, I was also a little bit more sensitive today because I am on my period, so...
1: Anyway, stupid fight. Yeah. We're over it. We're good now. (laughs) And yeah, anyway, I guess, should we get on to the episode or Aaron's
0: like, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Yeah. Okay, let's get on to the episode.
1: All right, let's do it.
0: I think a couple of years ago, they came out with this and everybody was obsessed with it. It was especially during... COVID time before I introduced this card game to you like a couple years ago. Did you know anything about it?
1: Uh, I definitely didn't know anything about it. I'm trying to remember when we did it.
0: It must have been our anniversary at some point or birthday or something. But
1: like I don't even like I remember vaguely doing it but I don't remember what apartment we were living in.
0: I think on Valentine's Day we must have gone through like the whole deck as like a part of our date night in, and then after that Maybe like six months later, I was like, "Can we do one card a night before we go to bed till we finish up the pack?" Do you remember that? I
1: do remember that. I remember doing the one card a night nice, every night. Nice, but I, yeah, I no idea. Anyway, yeah. continue. So
0: I think officially it's been a good year since we've gone through this pack. We're not actually going to go through the whole fifty four cards in the deck because that is just so excessive, and I think it's going to take away from potential episode like episode lists that we want to get to at some point for the podcast. So if you guys don't know what the We're Not Really Strangers card game is. It's a purpose-driven card game to kind of empower meaningful conversations with your partner. They also have different card games from their website that are about friends and family and about yourself or self-reflection. If you're into that stuff to bond with your friends and people in your life, it's a good one to do they're separated into three different levels. Do you have one that says level one on your card? Aaron and I have right now, I have four cards, he has three. So we're going to do seven cards for today's episode.
1: So level one is perception. Level two is connection. And what is level three?
0: Oh, gosh, I guess we don't have any level threes in our hands. Let's see. Yeah, Level
1: threes go a little deeper.
0: Yeah, level three is reflection. Maybe in our part two episode, we'll have some level three questions in there. But for the first one, we wanted it to be a little bit more chill and fun so that we're not getting too deep. It's going to be a two-part episode for the podcast. So there'll be one coming out this week and one next week. So are you ready? I'm ready. It's been a while.
1: Yeah, it has been a while. Are you nervous? Yeah, I wonder if it'd be, obviously we didn't record this the first time we did it, but I'd be curious to hear how our answers have differed.
0: Yeah, changed over time. Mm-hmm. Okay, should I go first? Because I guess...
1: I- if you have four cards, probably makes more sense for you to go first.
0: Okay, this is a level two connection. I would say that most of these cards are level two, by the way. And we just went through the whole deck to see which ones we could answer in a less deep, more fun way.
1: Yeah, we tried to cherry pick some, but we didn't really... I guess we didn't spend time thinking about our answers. So we're going to try to do these off the dome and get There's our no initial notes. reactions. Yeah.
0: This question is... What do you wish we did more of? So you're going to answer and then I will answer.
1: What do I wish we did more of? (laughs) While we're doing this 45 hard, I have a couple of answers, but Mm -hmm. what do I wish we did more of? I want to say I wish we went on more dates and went out and did more stuff. But then when it comes time to do those things, I just hate spending the money on it. So.
0: I know. Oh, I don't know. I think that's a good one. I think over the years, too, we've come a bit more of a homebody. Like, instead of going out on a date, we'd rather spend that exact same amount of money, order Uber, and order, go out and buy drinks and have a night in. But that's true. We should probably try and go on a little bit more dates and stuff, like, once a month or every couple months?
1: I would like to go hiking more together. I would like that to be our days.
0: Do you think we don't go hiking enough in the seasons where we should go hiking?
1: I think we go hiking a moderate amount, but it's something that I really love doing. Or maybe, yeah. wow, so many answers this could be. I
0: know. You need to expand a little bit, like why hiking? Just because you like doing it or is it something I like
1: doing it. It's something that we're away from technology. We both work very indoor in front of a computer screen job. So I feel like we should make a bit more of an effort to just be out in nature more in general but mm-hmm. and especially when it's nice out we'll go for walks downtown all the time but mm-hmm. i think i'd just rather be in nature a little bit more yeah. that would be my only real reason and i'm sure there's a better answer but that's the first thing that came to my head
0: it's fun exploring i feel like you and i have a really good rhythm when we're hiking i don't know if you guys as our friends listening have ever been on hikes with aaron and i We're we go full for not full force do you know what i mean we're we're fast walkers we're fast hikers and we like it that way The both of us
1: yeah we're past people on the trail we're not getting past on the trail
0: yeah and we're definitely more about get to the final destination than enjoying the journey of it although maybe that's something we could work on is enjoying the journey of our hike we're always like trying to time our hikes and oh can we do it faster than we did it last time do you think we're more fit this time it's i don't know it's fun for the both of us like a bit of our competitive nature it's so fun exploring too like before i met you, i was really not into hiking whatsoever, and doing it with you is super fun, we'll listen to music, like half the time we'll talk, half the time we'll just be focused and enjoying our surroundings, and I like it that way, like we have a good understanding of how we are on those hikes,
1: yeah, okay. what's your answer?
0: What do I wish we did more of? I was actually gonna say the dates part because we spend a lot of time together, we live together, we both work from home, you work from home half the time, and I don't know, I just I guess I wish a bit more quality time. The first thing that did come to my mind was the podcast. I was like, oh, I wish we did something together like business related or something outside of our normal day to day but we've already started that this year so i feel like i don't really have one at the moment because it's already been fulfilled for 2024
1: okay sounds like we're pretty much on the same page there so i guess the only next step is to actually start doing it
0: i know mhm but i'm excited we'll definitely make the most of it going on hikes and stuff um when the weather gets nice this year i'm excited i feel like we've been cooped up for so long i I want to get out.
1: Yeah, I know. It's reaching that point in the winter where it's like, and there's a, we're recording this during the big blizzard that's going through Nova Scotia right now. So um, yeah, maybe that's also giving me a reason that I want to get outside more because it's kind of a shitty day out there. But
0: yeah, it's also just so good for your mental health, like not maybe even to benefit your relationship as a couple, but for yourself, like getting in the natural air and oxygen and being with animals. There's something to it that's different.
1: Yeah, definitely. Okay. Next question. Mm -hmm. All right. What would a day of completely spoiling me look like?
0: Ooh. Okay. I'm supposed to answer this, right?
1: uh, Okay. Does that mean what is your opinion on a day of spoiling me or is that? Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Okay.
0: If there was a, if I had a, are we doing like unlimited budget? I feel like that's more fun. I
1: feel like realistic, but what a day of completely spoiling me look like. That's a good question.
0: Maybe we'll do what we could actually do today. And maybe if we had endless amounts of money, because I think that would look very different. But if it was, I'd probably take you to get breakfast at your favorite breakfast place. Honestly, anywhere that has a lot of meat, good eggs, good toast. So off the top of my head, I think of Ardmore because we go there quite often and we like it because it's cheap. And the food quality comes out literally the same every time. We're in and out of there quick. So I definitely have to start you off with a strong breakfast because that's one of your favorite meals of the day. And at some point, probably for lunch, I'll take you out to get a good chicken, fried chicken sandwich from Chicken Shop. Or where's the other place you really like your sandwich from? Your Uh, fried chicken sandwich. I
1: forgot about Chicken Shop. But uh, I like everywhere, anywhere as long as it's good. I don't really care. And
0: then in the evening i get you wings and pizza or something like that. So that's based around the food first. Okay. So I'd know those three meals. And then in the morning, probably do a really nice hike somewhere, probably two hours-ish. Good music, probably get you a really nice joint to smoke together for that hike. I would say that I'm going to also invite some of our friends who like doing that stuff because I think it would add to the day of spoiling you. And then the afternoon. That's a good question. Maybe I would book you. Okay. If it's the summer, we'd go golfing. Ooh. OK, yeah, go golfing or anything really outside. You love everything outside. It's you're not really based around shopping or me getting you actual gifts. It's more of spoiling you with a good time.
1: Yeah, I think the opposite of a day spoiling me would be taking me shopping. I Yeah. I hate shopping.
0: And then, yeah, the dinner and then the evening would be like going out for drinks with your friends, having a game night, just staying up late, like. Anything that involves socializing and fun, anything fun, if there was an unlimited budget, maybe I would oh my god, sorry. I have to interrupt there's a guy across our apartment building that came out of his it came out onto his deck and he's making a snowball. <laughs> <clears throat> sorry, I told you we're in a blizzard right now. It really caught me off guard. But I don't know, probably some sort of like going skydiving or going on a helicopter ride somewhere cool or going to entree. You know, doing those obstacles. I mean, we could still do that now.
1: Yeah, I'd say that's like my dream day, but I don't know if that's me being spoiled. The spoiled? You know?
0: I don't know. I would, I guess I would, I'd say cooking clean for you, but that's not really not fancy. I think that's what it would be. Really spoiling you with really good food from your favorite places, doing what you generally love, which is being outside and doing anything active, and then probably a joint and a drink here and there.
1: Well, I think that's probably. Am I missing it? anything? No. Is there
0: anything else you can think of that would show for a killer day?
1: Honestly, it depends on the day, really. I'm sure the day after that, the day that you described, I'd probably just want to stay home and play video games all day because I'd be tired, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I think you described that pretty well. Yeah. Okay. So I guess my answer for what would a day of completely spoiling you look like? Ooh. Wake up, I come cuddle you in bed, and then I get out, I bring you coffee Mm -hmm. in bed, some sort of latte, something along those lines. I'd have to make sure that no matter what we were doing all throughout the day, you had Korean snacks available to you at all times.
0: That's perfect. (laughs) Uh,
1: Let's see. I would say probably, okay, this will be my budget friendly one first. So yeah, yeah, i get you coffee, make you coffee, bring to you in bed. I'd order in some kind of breakfast or no, I'd probably take you to a nice brunch.
0: We get dressed up or something.
1: Yeah, we get a little dressed up, maybe have a mimosa or something along those lines, Mm -hmm. come back. And what would we do in the afternoon for your ultimate spoiled day? I feel like you just enjoy like a spa day or something. Oh, my God. Know? Yeah. Um,
0: take me to a spa. Take please. You to,
1: take you to a spa. Probably invite your girlfriends. Let you guys do your own thing. I don't know. Do, would you want me there? At the no, spa I day? want it
0: to be more specific to like you and me. So I want you to come to the spa with me and do a couples massage go and do like a hot cold sorry i can't tell you you're supposed to guess
1: okay so (laughs) i would be there we'd go do a couples massage do like a cold plunge sauna therapy basically all wellness stuff then we'd come back shower where would we go for dinner on your ultimate spoiled day
0: It doesn't have to be like a specific place, but just like the vibe or.
1: It might be because it's fresh in my mind. But I think if I made you like a really nice dinner, you would be very appreciative of that. And Mm -hmm. that would be like, oh, my God, he's spoiling me. Oh, for sure. And I'd have to have flowers there always. Lunch,
0: breakfast, lunch and dinner.
1: Well, you get one bouquet per day. I would do that. That would be dinner. And then, I don't know, we'd probably just chill, cuddled on the couch, maybe a little baked or something Mm -hmm. or having some kind of hot girl mocktail or cocktail thing. Yeah. Just cuddled up on the couch and watching either probably a TV show Mm -hmm. or a movie.
0: Okay, give me your non-budget-friendly day of spoiling, Lisbeth.
1: First, we're flying to Paris. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So extreme. While we're in Paris, uh, we go to a little cafe. You have a nice little espresso and a croissant. And then Mm -hmm. I set up a picnic for us in the park by the Eiffel Tower. Then probably still involves some sort of spa day or something in the afternoon. And then we... Go to some kind of Michelin-starred restaurant for dinner, have a yeah. glass of wine while overlooking the Eiffel Tower with its lights on around It's Very 8 p.m. focused on the
0: Eiffel Tower.
1: <laughs> and then...
0: How about shopping? Would you take me shopping? Oh,
1: fuck, yeah. Definitely got to take you shopping. Can we
0: do like an unlimited credit card thing? If there's no budget, right?
1: Yeah, that would. that's what no budget would Wait, mean. Wait, where
0: did we go the other day? Sorry, it's reminding me we went out for dinner with our friends and our waitress or something there was would you remember
1: yeah i won't out who we were trying to get our friend to flirt with the waitress (laughs) and what did she say
0: i think one of our friends card was like being a little funny in the moment when we were trying to pay for our bill so he made a joke or one of our other friends made a joke about him oh
1: yeah one of our friends made a joke that something along the lines of yeah my fiance is not here so i'm just spending all her money and then our waitress goes Man, I wish I had a fiance or a spouse or fiance that I could spend all the money on their credit cards. Yeah,
0: max out their credit card one day. Anyways, that's just what it reminded me of. But yeah, I think that would be the only thing I would add to the day is you take me down to Paris to go shopping. Yeah,
1: I miss shopping. Shopping. Oh, especially. I know. I can't believe you
0: miss shopping. I'm like out of all the things.
1: Yeah, that was hand up. That's on me. But definitely some sort of. We'd probably go to all the fancy stores like Gucci and Louis Vuitton and. I don't know, you'd go you buck know- <laughs> wild and get whatever you wanted to. And, <laughs> Have a field day. And yeah, I'd just be there as your emotional support.
0: Yeah, and holding my bags. Yeah, drinking camel, the champagne. I guess. Yeah, <laughs> crying every time I'm swiping the card. Anyways, that's a good answer. Yeah, good. We can manifest for that one day, right?
1: Yeah, maybe once a year we'll do that spoiled day for each other. Not the no-budget one, but the uh, realistic one.
0: Oh, I meant the no-budget one. Okay, next question. <laughs> I'm going to pick a card. Um, finish the sentence. Thank you for accepting blank. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because
1: uh, my original answer probably wasn't PC. Thank you for accepting my <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry. okay, don't you say. I know that. what I was gonna yeah. Yeah, say. I know what you're gonna say, but please uh,
1: th- on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for accepting my goofiness.
0: Okay, that's sweet. You are a little goofy sometimes.
1: Yeah, and especially in the mornings when
0: Sometimes you get too goofy.
1: Yeah, Lizzie is definitely a sleeper in her and I am uh when I wake up, I'm ready to go. I don't need coffee. I don't need whatever. I'm just I've got the energy. My sleep was my refresher and I am ready to go and yeah, I tend to have a bit too much energy, and I take that out on Lizzie. Oh I...
0: my god, you're like an energizer bunny. In the first thing in the morning, like you, there's no ramp up to your energy. It's like the minute you're up, you're a hundred percent charged. And I'm like, I can't handle it. And half the time, you like annoy me, but
1: yeah. And I don't know. I'm just I. <laughs> my <laughs> older sister can probably attest to this. If I am in a mood to pick on people and to be annoying, it's just I can't stop. And there's it's
0: one after the next, and I'm like. And you know, when you're walking on a fine line too, by the way that I like look at you or how I reply back to you and fuels your fire. Oh my
1: God. And that's when it's the best when you know you're living on the edge. And I think that's, it's similar to the reason that I like, I don't know, I like going, or I don't do it often, but I liked going skydiving and jumping off of things. And yeah. I love that adrenaline rush. And I think me being annoying and walking that line of you being a little too pissed off at me. Yeah. Oh man, I love it. But. Thank you for accepting that because I know it's probably very annoying and very hard sometimes, but.
0: I feel like nine times out of 10, I love it. It's like the one out of 10 times I'm like, I want to pick you up and throw you at our apartment and just like, yeah. It's good for the days where I'm having like a shitty day and I actually do need that. And I feel like more often than not, that's what you're there for. Of course, I will accept that about you no matter what. And I hope you're like this even when we're old and gray and don't have that as much energy
1: yeah and sorry to my older sister morgan uh, i used to torment the shit out of her yeah. growing up with this so for morgan thank you for dealing with that
0: <laughs> yeah maria and oscar are lucky that you guys are not so close in age because they also would have been victims to your
1: <laughs> yeah i think they realize it when i'm home and we hang out but yeah morgan definitely got the brunt <laughs> of this
0: um okay for me i was thinking thank you for accepting my ocd and ah, my craziness when it comes to my space and cleaning, definitely a lot of patience there. And honestly, I don't know. I don't take it for granted that you're so kind and patient with me on it. Like sometimes I just will get spurts where I will want to clean absolutely everything in our apartment like in 10 minutes or like in a very short span of time. And I feel like that's sometimes very selfish. So my my OCD tendencies for cleaning and organizing and being all over the place, I'm, I'm very thankful for that because I know I'm not easy to deal with for those things.
1: Yeah, and I might only be good at it like seven or eight times out of ten and the other two I get a little upset by it. But yeah. no, I think that's a good answer because it is very not me and yeah, I do it because I love you.
0: Aww. And I know that you only do it because you love me and I also know it's helped me a lot being with you because you're not like that. So if I was a 10 out of 10 before with my tendencies it brings me down to a nine or an eight on a good day. So better that than nothing, right?
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Okay. Read me a card.
1: Okay. What do we have next? On a scale of one to 10, how open do you feel I am with you? Explain.
0: Ooh. Okay. I'll give it in phases. I feel like when we were first dating on a scale of one to 10, I'd probably give you like a good, probably a good six. I would say you were open, you were fun and goofy, shared things about your life, but really not that in depth. I feel like it wasn't until year two and year three that I felt like you started to really open up more. And especially after the first time we broke up. So that probably brought you to a good eight. Okay. And then around year four slash five during COVID and when we moved in together, you went to a nine because we were both going through so many struggles and stuff. And then I think now we're a 10 out of 10 after going to couples therapy together and really just laying it all out on the table when we were going through some really shitty times. You're a lot more open with me now. And the biggest change I've seen is you used to hold back and not want to say things to me because you were, you know, you're not really a confrontational type of person. Like you don't like being in those environments. And especially with me where I can get really sensitive, I think you were nervous to bring certain things up. But now you're so comfortable, like if something is upsetting you, I would like to think that you're pretty open with me about it what do you think am i right on that the evolution of
1: yeah i think you're correct i i if i am holding something in it's not because i'm i mean to or if i'm scared to it's just because i probably don't realize what the actual problem is in the moment
0: yeah and that's normal
1: yeah but no i really i'd like to think i'm 10 out of 10 open with you
0: yeah i'd hope so we're also engaged right now but because of all the things that we've gone through Mm -hmm.
1: yeah um i don't have much to say on this one i think it's basically the same for you Maybe you, you're a 9 out of 10, like there's some things that you'll hold in because you're scared it'll upset me or you don't want to deal with it at the moment, so you'll hold it in and then mm-hmm. it might come out when we're fighting instead, but yeah, I really don't have much to say. You were probably obviously same as you said to me, as you grow and know each other more and more, you become more open with that person, so mm-hmm. maybe when we first played this game I wouldn't have said 9 or 10, but definitely now, yeah, we're engaged, there's yeah. no, no secrets, there's no anything it's just full openness and transparency and we usually try to just deal with stuff as it comes and Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i don't know what to say
0: yeah i feel like when i first met you i was probably i'd give myself like an extra point for maybe where i think you were at in your openness because with my nature i'm a very open person even with somebody that i newly meet and stuff i don't know if that's a good or a bad thing and i like to believe that it's a good thing that i'm no bullshit and i'll just say what i think and what my thoughts are but it's also just nice that we've had an evolution to getting to a point of getting really open with each other. But yeah, very different after we moved in together and going through all the life stuff. Yeah,
1: I think so. I would hope so anyway.
0: Okay. And next question is how do our strengths and weaknesses complement each other? So maybe give a point for a strength and a weakness.
1: Okay. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is your just drive and ambition and my kind of lack thereof. Like,
0: oh,
1: I. It's hard to say because I've never been fully been an adult without you here. But like this weekend, for instance, like I would have been fine just playing video games this whole snowstorm. But you're like, all right, no, we got to record a podcast. We're going to edit. We're going to do this and that. And we're going to work out. And I think that is great. Like I need something like that in my life. And I don't really have a problem doing it. I just have a problem doing it myself. So I think your strength there really combats my weakness. And is part of what we really do well together.
0: That's really sweet. I like doing that. I like having somebody to do it with me too, because you find it sometimes hard to do it yourself. I don't mind being the person to pull you and be like, let's do it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And it's the same as with your like OCD and your cleaning and all that stuff. Like Again, I understand who I am and I understand that how I do it myself is definitely not the best way, no matter what I tell myself in the moment. So it's really good that you're not afraid to let me know and put a fire under my ass a little bit so Mm -hmm. that would be my answer I've got a couple more but I think
0: maybe give one more and then I'll
1: okay yeah I think my other one what was my other one I had in mind and then I forgot about it
0: maybe pick a weakness of mine that you think you have a strength in yeah
1: so I think a weakness for you is that sometimes you'll take stuff a little too much to heart, and for me like I almost never take anything to heart. maybe sometimes but Mm -hmm. I usually try to see the absolute positivity in what someone's trying to say where you might take it in a bad way I yeah. think that I help you get over the hump of initially assuming that something is negative and at least looking at it with a positive light yeah um,
0: that's a good point I'm emotional you're logical and so you definitely pull me to the more logic side when someone says something to me and like maybe in the moment I take it the wrong way but you heard this exact same conversation and you were right there You'll definitely be there to be like, Lizzie, it's okay. I don't think that's what they meant. I was right there and I don't think they meant it in a way to hurt your feelings. Yeah, that definitely stops me from spiraling and getting really sad and stuff or stressed out.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. what what's your answers?
0: Um, I am so impulsive with decisions in my life. I think that's a part of the drive that I have in my personality. Because I'm so impulsive, I've definitely been in situations where I've made some mistakes, I think, without thinking and just doing my parents have told me this my entire life. Lizzie, slow down. Think what you're going to do before you actually do it. Your strength is that you are a bit more thoughtful and intentional with the things and decisions that you make in your life, whether they're big or small. So that has definitely helped me a lot. And being with you, I've tried to force myself to be a bit more, I don't know, take things (laughs) a bit more logical, take things a bit slow and not rush into things. And I'm really impatient and you are quite patient. I love that about you. It makes me want to try and be more patient as well. And then a strength is that you've already mentioned it, but your ability to see the good in everyone, give people the benefit of the doubt and just having an overall positive attitude to pretty much anything that you're doing. So I love that about you. I do feel like I have to trust my gut and intuition on certain things, but for the most part, it's easier for me to catch myself and say, Lizzie, I think you're being unreasonable, irrational about this. Try and listen to Aaron because I would say at least eight times out of 10, you are right about what you're trying to help me with.
1: But hey, it's good that we're both the different ways because those two times out of 10, it could really screw us over. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, I think those are good answers. Yeah. Who's turn? My turn.
0: Your last card and then next one will be mine.
1: Okay. How do I show that I love you without telling you? So I guess you answer that. How do you you
0: I think it's saying like, okay, I'm answering in the sense of what do you, Aaron, do to show me that you love me?
1: What do I show that, how do I show you, how do I show that I love you without telling you? You answer that how I show you.
0: Yeah. Um, when you take out the garbage for me, when you offer to help clean or cook, when you take me out on a nice coffee date, when you buy me flowers out of the blue, I think that's probably one of the top ones where I'm like... "Mm -hmm." Whoa, like this is so sweet. Also, just when you spend time to watch a show that I know you don't really like, but you just really care about spending time with me. And what else? Oh my God, I feel like there's so many things that you do that shows, like when you're like laughing and just having a good time with me and you're being silly and you're dancing, like I know that's your way of showing love, but you're a very big acts of service type of person. So if you drive me somewhere to go to a mall to drop something off or to go just shopping for fun, I know that's like, probably the last thing you'll ever want to do. So when you do things like that, it's I know you're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for me and it means
1: a lot. Well, I love doing them for you. <laughs> yeah. And for all the fellas out there, once in a while, the flowers, I know they can be expensive sometimes, but worth the investment. Um
0: You know what what I recently found is that there there's a company online. I think it's called Venus A Fleur. You can buy these flowers that I think you probably pay like Maybe two or $300 for a bouquet.
1: Oh, that's a lot.
0: But it lasts a whole year. A, 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 a bouquet of flowers, of roses that lasts an entire... That's like their whole stick is like you pay what you would order for probably two or three sets of like nice bouquets of flowers is the price of one. And it lasts all year, like 12 to 16 months, which... I was going to send you a link to recently if you want to get me anything for Valentine's Day or like later on. There's all different types of bouquets. You can buy cheaper ones that are $100. You can buy ones that are $50, but they last a whole year. So maybe you guys look into it because I think that's.
1: Yeah, I'm going to have to do some research on that because. No, it is
0: a thing. It's a beautiful decor piece, too. If you're a girl who's like really into the aesthetics of an apartment and having decorations, maybe look into getting a flower that will last 12 to 16 months, and they do. So Sounds
1: a little snake oily to me. No,
0: it's but... not. I, Aaron, this is a company that's been in business for so many years, and if you girls are on Instagram or follow some influencers, you would have for sure seen it on Pinterest or something like that.
1: All right, we're going to have to start adopting the Dave Portnoy model with no free ads.
0: No free ads. Okay. Okay, your turn to answer. What do I do to show you that I love you? without saying it.
1: You're like a little love bug. So you do shit like this all the time. But the immediate one that comes to my head is the fact that you nine days out of 10, maybe 99 days out of 100, you will make suffer and not have me have to worry about it. Like maybe sometimes I'll come help or and I help with the dishes and I do the dishes a lot of the times. But just the fact that's something I don't usually have to worry about. And is. Especially when I'm gone to the office and I come back and it's basically already made for me or you'll ask if, hey, do you want to go to the gym right when you get home or do you want to eat first? And that is so huge for me, like can't stress enough and then you usually make enough. So I have leftovers to take to work the next day. And that is, I would say, the number one way that you show me you love me without telling me because I think you understand how much I hate hate cooking, but how much I just appreciate having that. And yeah. I don't know. We talk about it sometimes, but my love language is definitely acts of service. So mm-hmm. that is probably my number one act of service, I would say. So I would say that's probably the number one thing that you do. But you do shit all the time like that. Like you'll buy snacks or you'll buy. I don't know why I'm always just reverting to food. It's because I'm <laughs>
0: because you love food. Yeah,
1: I'm oh, afraid
0: to make you breakfast without you asking for it or something. You're like, oh, what? Or like when you're working from home and you're having a really busy morning and I can tell and I offer to make you breakfast, I feel like you get really cute and stuff.
1: Yeah. Or if you do a brand deal and you like you get something for me out of it. Oh, yeah.
0: Actually, that should be one.
1: Yeah. Hey, like I said, there's (laughs) hundreds. This is something that you do excellently. I would say you're a pro at doing this. So those are just to name a few, but I could rattle them off all day.
0: Yeah. Okay. Cute. Cute. Last question. Last question. Um. Oh, God, this one either could be like a funny one or you can make it emotional, oh do whatever you want. Um, what recent experience made you feel closer to me?
1: What recent experience made you feel? I would say very recent is just booking our Spain trip. I mm-hmm. feel like we're, I don't know, we're discussing things that we like to do and seeing that you're really into some of the architecture and so, architecture. Architecture, yeah. Architecture. Man when I get I usually am pretty good at pronouncing words but when we get to this podcast man I don't know so yeah the architecture and just how I guess it's made me realize some things that I didn't fully understand about you and I really
0: would tell me I want to know
1: just that you love stuff like that you're not all about oh I just want to go shopping or not that you want to go shopping every day but you do want to explore you do want to do some more intellectual things while we're there and
0: i don't think there's anything on the list that really entails anything related to shopping or anything like that and i do love that kind of stuff but if we're going to spend all the money to go out there to europe and spend time together i just want to explore history in another country because i only know what it's like here and in korea i I find it interesting i didn't know that you felt that way that you're learning a bit maybe slightly a bit more about me and what i want to do during our travels because yeah
1: yeah. And just the question said, what makes me feel closer to you or mm-hmm. what has recently made me feel closer than you, to you? Yeah. Just doing that, knowing that we're booking the almost two week long trip, just you and I together yeah. in a different country and all the kind of steps that go with that. Like it's a it's a bonding experience itself. And then the trip is obviously going to be a huge bonding experience. So. Yeah.
0: you yeah. oh, stole my answer. That's what I was going to say Ooh, too. sucks to suck. Because we also recently just got engaged. So I know this isn't actually like an engagement trip but we did a lot to sacrifice for us to be able to go on this trip so like you know we didn't birthdays anniversaries because we knew we wanted to really spoil ourselves a little bit for the spain trip. i guess working up to it and actually being able to experience it together definitely makes me feel really close to you because it may not seem like a big thing but it shows that we're both aligned on what we want to do together as a couple and it's not just me, this is what I want to do versus the other person as well. Let me try and think of something else that we've done recently that's made me feel closer to you. I feel like such a broken record, but is all the stuff we've gone through with our house from the plans of us trying to build our dream home, all the logistics around responsibilities of me taking on certain parts of us getting this land, you being in charge of other things, and even us fighting about when we weren't aligned on our dreams and what was realistic for us to be able to do. That was super hard. And it made me feel so closer to you at the end of the day. And now that we're actually at such a good place, and then I'm so excited about us building, I guess, this modular home, guest house, whatever you want to call it, doesn't matter. Now that we've worked our way to get a line on the same path, I feel closer to you than I have ever before. But this house stuff like, literally brought shit up to the surface that I don't think you and I were prepared for. Yeah. So that experience made me feel very closer to you. And we didn't even, we only went to maybe one or two therapy sessions about it at the very beginning, but that wasn't even the start. There was way more shit that happened afterwards that you and I went through by ourselves without having gone to couples therapy. And it was pretty rough, but. What do you think about that answer?
1: No, I couldn't agree more. It definitely brought us closer. I think in some ways it separated us a little bit, but mm-hmm. we needed to have that separation or realize the differences between our opinions to then come closer in the end. But
0: yeah, what do you mean like it separated us for a bit? Like just, well,
1: Jesus, we were ready to kill each other at some points. So I know. I think at those points we weren't necessarily closer, but
0: did you ever think we weren't going to make it through?
1: No, I never thought that we weren't going to make it through, but I was worried that. I wasn't going to get any of my way. And uh, I don't know, I guess we in the end went with some of the stuff that was were my ideas.
0: It's a pretty close 50-50 split on what we're going to do now, right? And then our end goal, that post hasn't moved or anything. That definitely made me feel really close to you.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I guess uh, another answer I just thought of is this podcast.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, what a good one. We're literally doing it right now. And it wasn't even the thing that we we're talking about.
1: Yeah, no, but it's just, obviously, we have to spend time every week. We go through the editing, we go through the making notes, we go through actually recording it, and then we'll talk about it at some point, but the episode that we thought was going to come out this week, we went to start editing it today, and all the audio was messed up.
0: It was bound to happen to us at some point. That one was just completely messed up, and that was a long one, too. Things like that. Yeah, you're right. It made It's made us closer, put responsibilities on our plate as well to... Be accountable and show up for each other. Yeah, so the podcast. I feel like we had three good answers there for this question.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, I think
0: it's a good way to end it. Okay, all right. This is part one of We're Not Really Strangers. And the second episode is going to be another seven questions that Aaron and I go through. And they will be a little bit more deeper.
1: Yeah, a little more deeper is right.
0: Does that? Are you laughing because it sounds bad? Uh, it's just
1: probably not <laughs> the proper way to say it, but that's okay.
0: Oh, what would you say? It goes...
1: It's going to be a little deeper or go that, a little deeper. Oh, also now sounds... I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> that
0: also sounds really bad. Okay, let's do the outro.
1: All right. Thank you everyone for listening to this podcast. We appreciate all the support. Obviously, we wouldn't be doing this without you guys. Follow, rate, five stars at Beyond the Filters Podcast and follow us on Instagram at Beyond the Filters Podcast. I'm really not good at the outro. Go ahead, Lizzie.
0: No, you did a great job. Thank you so much for listening. And we will see you guys next week for part two.
1: Thanks, everyone.
0: Bye.